Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shechebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shechebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren and may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Daf Kof Bet. Today's daf has been dedicated by Dr. Isaac Meddeb and his wife Lily in memory of Moshe Ben Rachel Man. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Ilun Nishmat, Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam, and Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. We are beginning on Kuf Alef Amud Bet, and we are uh, right in the middle of the Amud at Metive. It's about two lines above the Rashbam in the Gemara. Let's just review where we're holding. Uh, at this point, we brought a three-way mahloket on the laws of berachot, when a person makes a shinui makom, when a person starts eating in one place and then moves to a different place, and regarding does he have to make a, another beracha or not. The first opinion we brought was Rabbi Hanan. Rabbi Hanan's opinion was that no matter what a person eats, when he does make a shinui makom, he does not have to make a new beracha. To the other extreme, Yad Rav Sheshat, and he said, no matter what a person eats, when he makes a Shinui Makom, he most certainly has to make a Nuberacha. So those are the extreme opinions. Rav Chazda was in the middle. Rav Chazda said it depends. If you're eating a type of food that necessitates you to return to the original place to make a Beracha harona, which according to the Rashbam would include uh, bread, which obviously you have to go back to make Berkat Amazon, and all the uh, which means one of the fruits of the Zayn Minim, whether it's Mezonot of Alamahya or wine, according to Shitat Rashbam, you also need to go back. So therefore, according to Rashbam, for example, according to Nafhazdaf, a person drank a glass of wine, made a beracha, went to a different place, and he wants to continue drinking wine, he does not have to make a new beracha, since he's still attached to the original place, because he has to go back to make the Alagifin. So therefore, uh, he does not have to make a, another berachat. It's considered one long achirat, one long eating. However, if a person, for example, drank water, uh, where the borin fashot and the berachat or not, is not bound to the place where he drank it, so therefore when he moves to a different place, there is no connection to that, it's like a hefsek, and therefore he would have to make a new berachat shakol on the water in the place that he uh, is going. That would be the same thing as fruit, that are not from the Zayn Minim. Uh, you'd also have to make a new beracha. should be pointed out that the Tosfot's opinion is regarding wine, that wine is not an item that you would have to go back for. He uh, puts wine in a separate category, and Tosfot has a different uh, way to understand the Gemara. But for our purposes, the Gemara continues. The Gemara now brings a Braita. You have, let's say, members of the habura, of a group, that were reclining and drinking. That's the way they used to drink in the olden days, they used to drink uh, reclining. And they uprooted their legs. And they went out in order to greet a hatan or kala that was, uh, let's say, walking in the street. Kishehen yotzin, when they leave, en te'unin beracha They do not have to make a retroactive beracha, which means a beracha harona, on the food that they had eaten already. Kishehen hozlin, and when they come back, en te'unin beracha lechatachila. When they come back, they do not have to make a, another beracha dishona. So again, the Braita statement is, guys were sitting in a group, they were eating, they were drinking. What happened was, Hatam uh, the passed by, they went out. So the deen is that before they leave, they don't have to make a beracha harona. When they come back, they do not have to make another beracha dishona. And the Braita analyzes, When is this deen said, Sheni husham zaken o chodeh? 
That's only talking where they left somebody back in the original spot. For example, somebody that's old, a zakan that's not so mobile, or a chole that also is not so mobile, so they stayed back. However, But if they didn't leave anybody behind, when they go out, So they have to make a beracha harona before they leave. Kishen Ozrina when they come back, Tarunin Biracha Lichatahila. So they have to make a Biracha Rishona. That is the blight, and now the Gemara analyzes. Midikitani Akru Lagrehim. From the fact that the Braita used the language and said, Akru Laglehin. They were in a group and they uprooted their legs. So from the word uprooting, you can learn something about what they were drinking. Must be we're talking about an item that needs a beracha in its place. Because the language was akru. They uprooted themselves. Mas were that they really attached to this place. So they must have been drinking for our purposes. Wine. According to Rajbam, you drink wine, you're attached to the place, and therefore, uh, when they uh, leave, seemingly according to Rav Hazda, you would not have to make a uh, new beracha. However, the bride didn't say that. The bride made it dependent, did they leave anybody back in the original place? So the Gemara says... It's only because they left somebody behind that that's why they don't have to make a beracha before they leave. And that's why when they come back, they don't have to make another beracha rishona. However, but if they didn't leave anybody behind, it's going to come out that when they leave, they will have to make a beracha before they leave. When they come back, they have to make another beracha. So this is a clear question of Rafa because Rafa Hazdad did not make a haluk. Did you leave anybody behind? Did you leave anybody behind? His issue was, what are you drinking? You're drinking wine? Wine, you have to make the beracha around the original place. In all scenarios, when you uh, leave, you do not have to make a beracha harona. Certainly, when you drink in the second place, you don't have to make a beracha rishona. And when you come back, you don't have to make another beracha as well, because it's considered all one long drinking. However, here, the Braita threw in a new stipulation. Did you leave a zakin or behind or not? Which the Hazda never mentioned. Now, let's read the bottom Rashbam, two lines from the bottom. Kasha the Rav Hazda. The ilu the Rav Hazda, afilu lo chazru limkoman. Here it's mashma that even if they came back to their original place, that's where the question is. Even if they came back to their original place. In a scenario, you would still have to make a new beracha. Whereas according to Rav Hazda, even when they go to a second place, they do not have to make a beracha rishona. When they come back to the original place. So therefore, the Braita is at odds with Rav Hazda. So Kavz Gevaran says, Amar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Man Tana Akirot, Who's the opinion? Of this Braita that says if a group uprooted themselves, so then uh, they have a case where still you have to make new berachot, Rabbi Yehuda. It's following Rabbi Yehuda. Who's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion? See it now. Detanya, we have a Braita. Haverim Shayu Mesubin. You have, let's say, Tamidiyah Achamim. Haverim, Tamidiyah Achamim. They were reclining. Ve'akru Raglehen. They were eating or drinking, and then they decided that they want to go to the Bet Midrash or the Bet Knesset. 
What happens? Kishen yotzin, when they get up to leave, and te'unin beracha lemafraya. They don't make a beracha harona. Ukshen hoslin, and when they come back, and te'unin beracha lechetachayda. Amar Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda explained, Bamed varim amunim bizman chini husha mixat haverim. That when don't they have to make beracha acharana or beracha rishona? That's only to where they left some friends behind, so they're still connected. However, if they did not leave any friends behind, before they leave, they make a beracha acharona. When they come back, so therefore you see what you see clearly that we have an opinion of Rav Yehuda that does make the Shinui Makom dependent on do you have anybody back or not? The Gebarah says, Ela ta'ama debedevarima te'unin beracha le'acharehen bimkomam. Ela, you're talking about, what's the reason? We must be talking about in this case as well as devarim that need a beracha in its place. Because the Beraita Zlashon over here also was akru raglehen. What does akru mean? They uprooted themselves. Implying what? That they really, you shouldn't uproot yourself. Really you're supposed to be in that spot. So the Gemara says, Actually, before we go to the El Atama, let's catch up in the Rajbams. Man Tana Akirot, first Rajbam. Man Tana Lehad Braita. Dektani Afagav. Dedevarim Atonim Bibirachal. Nacharim Mkumam Sadiq Lebarek. Who's the opinion that says that even though normally you have to go back, uh, still you have to make another Birachal? Rabbi Yudai. Haverim Shayu Misubim Vakru Raglehem Velogarachil Nishtot Yain. Okay. He doesn't have the word yayin in this b'raita, but it doesn't matter, because it says akru, so we already know it's talking about an item that you're um, obligated to make the beracha in the original place. Amar of Yudah, next Rashbam. Bameh devarim amurim. Mechlal. Now, we can imply from over here, derabbanan peligi ale beresha. Must be the rabbis argue on the b'yuda. De'afagav de'loi ni'usha miksat chaverim, en sarik levarech kerav hezda. Which means, we have a rule, if you remember, we learned in Masechet Arubin, that any time Rabbi Yehuda says, amurim, in a statement, that means he's coming to argue on another opinion. Now, a lot of times that opinion is not stated. But whenever you see it, Rabbi Yehuda says, amurim, he's coming to learn the case one way. That means there's someone, someone that's saying the case is not that way. So from this interpretation of Rabbi Yehuda, He's saying, when do we say that, that they uh, don't have to make a, another berachah, so about if they left some friends behind. But if they didn't leave any friends behind, then already, you have to make a berachah, before they leave, you have to make a new berachah, when they get to the next place. Oh, implying that what? There must be rabbis that they argue on this. Who's the rabbis that argue? Well, the rabbis that argue are going to say that now it doesn't matter whether you left friends behind or not. In all scenarios, when you need an item, that causes you to go back to make the berakhah around its place. In all situations, you don't have to make a berakhah before you leave. No, you have to make a berakhah in the place that John, if you come back, you also have to make another berakhah. Who's that going like? Rav So therefore, Rav can answer you. Rav will say, you're calling me a braita. And you're giving me the situation, is there people left behind or not? Hey, Rav is going like Rav Yehuda. But what? Rabbanan argue on the Biyuda. How do we know? Because the Biyuda said, That means somebody is arguing. What's the argument? The argument is that the Rabbanan will say, Even if you didn't leave friends behind, so long as you're eating an item, that is considered, they have to go back to make a berakhah on its place, that's considered already enough that you would not have to make a new berakhah when you make a shinui makom. So that's the way that Hazda can answer. I'm like, what do you want from me? I'm going like the Rabbanan. You ask me a question from a writer that's going like the opinion of the Yehuda? I don't go like the Yehuda. I go like the opinion that argues on the Yehuda. Now let's pause for a minute and let's just see uh, one point over here in the bottom Tosfot on the Amud Bet. Now, the Braita said that when they leave, they need to make a beracha acharona. So Tosfot says, Mashma, hechad ika eseyah hadat, lo sageh shiyibarech berkata motzi, elat sarik shiyibarech berkata mazon. Tosfot wants to learn an interesting halakha from you. Once a person decides that he's leaving, so what does the Gemara say over here? You've got to make a beracha acharona. 
implying that what? That once already you have intent to leave, if you want to continue eating, you can't just make a new berakhari shunah. You have to finish and close out what you did till now, and then start from fresh. Because what did the Gemara say over here? When they're about to leave, let them make a berakhah harunah. Implying that what? That once you commit to leave, you got to make the berakhah harunah and finish it. And if you want to start over again, you'd have to make a berakhari shunah. Vimkin had the amal kaman. Tosfot then says, that what it says later on, Kevan de Amar Havinivrich. People are sitting down to eat. Yeah, so they say, okay, let's make a zimun. Havinivrich. It's forbidden for them to drink. That means once you say Havinivrich, finish. There's no more drinking. Meaning, make Berkatabazon. Then if you want to drink more, you make Nubaracha, Rishonah. Because Havinivrich is like Hesay Hadat. You take your mind off the, off the meal. Then he brings a raya from a story that we learned in Masikat Berachot. The Kamar Rabbah and Rabbi Zera havu achle. The Gemara this is Rabbah and Rabbi Zera that we're eating together. Seliku taka mekamayu. They used to have the tables in front of them, so they took the tables away from them. They removed the tables. Aitu lehu ristana. So they brought for them a certain dish that was called ristana. Rabbah achal. Rabbah continued to eat. The Rabbi Zera lo achal. Rabbi Zera did not eat. Amar lehem. So Rabbi tells Rabbi Zera lo sabar. Or Rabbi Zera tells Rabbi Amar le lo sabar la mor silek asur b'lechol. Why? How will you continue to eating once they take the table away? That's what it is if we are finished. Once you're finished, you got a berik per kata bazon. Don't you hold like that? How you continue eating uh, this istina? Amar le ana atakad deres galuta samchina. So Rabbi Kalim says, listen, I'm a guest here. Guest doesn't know exactly what they're going to bring. They can always bring more stuff. So even though they took away the table, whatever they bring, my kavanah is, it's not over till it's over. That was Rabbi's answer. The hashtag, Now, Rabbi Zerah, he didn't eat. If he didn't have to make Berkat Amazon first, Why didn't he? Eat must be the reason why I didn't eat was why because the deen is once already you have a sehadat you have to berik berachah harunah first and then you start again so Tzadik bringing it ayah again whenever there's a sehadat which means once a person's mind is finished eating you're stuck now you can't just say I change my mind and start eating again no 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 you got to berik berachah harunah and then continue. And he says like this, V'yeshlet chot. No, no, but that's no proof from the second Berachot. De'oto ma'akal hayam me'orav bo lechem. This ristana that they brought, could be there was bread. It was a bread type of item. V'ayalo torach litol yadav ulbarech ha'motzi. And the reason why he didn't uh, eat it, because he didn't want to get up and make the tirat shadayim and make ha'motzi. So he's really, I could argue with you and tell you, that no, that really that if he wanted to, he would be able to just make a, uh, another beracha. He should not continue uh, eating. But this was a special item. He didn't want to matiya himself and get up to go wash. They had the ka'amar, hakan, his Tosfot's opinion. When it says over here, te'unin beracha lemafreya, haynu mishum sheme yeshu melazor ad shir abu, vazlo yuchlu lebarek berkat amazon. Tosfot has an interesting shitai. He says, the reason why we make you make a beracha harona is, not because you took your mind off. Really, from that aspect over there, continue eating. That, does, that doesn't bother us. But the reason why we tell you to make a beracha over here, because since he's intending to leave, we're concerned that he might not come back in time for the beracha harona. Yeah, because he's going. Now, of course, if he wants to come back and make the Berakha Haronah, no problem. But the problem is we're worried that he's got to make the Berakha Haronah still when he's satiated from the original eating. So we're worried that by the time he comes back, he's not going to be satiated from that eating. And therefore, the Berakha Haronah is If someone's of the Gemara's giving, according to the Torah, advice, that what? Do us a favor. When you're planning on leaving, just make a Berakha uh, Haronah. But if, let's say, at that point, the, the guy wanted to continue to eat, according to the Torah, could be you're allowed to continue even... Uh, without a berachari uh, haronam, I mean, you don't have to make a berachari to continue eating. The point is, uh, since you had a siyadah, you probably have to make a berachari shonah again, because you did have a siyadah, but you don't have to make berachari haronah before you make a berachari shonah. But what? 
Otosfos is telling you the reason why the Gemara says go bake a brachah before you leave is just because of the anyan of that you might lose the brachah. Now, furthermore, let's go to the next Tosfot. The Tosfot goes brings proofs to this whole uh, subject. So Tosfot learns an interesting halakha from that story. They were sitting in the group, and they were eating, and then they decided to go to the Bet Knesset. Now what do you do in the Bet Knesset? You pray. So what was the deen? The deen of the Gemara was, so if they left some people behind, so they go back and uh, no, no berachot, they're still covered. So you can learn an interesting halakha over here. That if a person is in the middle of eating, and then in the middle of the Seudah he has to pray, then in the middle of the he gets up, he prays minha. Now after he finishes praying minha, he comes back. Does he have, does that, does minha erases berachot or not? So Tosfot says, Mikan ma'ashma, she'im shakach letpalel. Veniskar be'em sa seudah, letpalel, she'en sarikh beracha, afilu lechatahila. So here you see, you don't have to make a beracha afilu lechatahila. Why? Because clearly that was the case, where they were sitting down, they went to pray to the Bet Knesset, and the Gibran says, if as long as they left people back, now that's according to the Buda, but according to the Hazda and the rabbis, even they didn't leave anybody back. Mean is, that as long as it's an item that causes them to go back, so they're still considered connected, therefore they don't have to make a, another Beracha, even if it was interrupted by a Tefillah. Okay, so now the Gibran comes along and continues. <laughs> Gemara says, Let's see where we are. Ela. That last word on the line. Ela ta'ama devedvarim ate'onin beracha la'acharehen b'mkoman. T'chishen yotzin en te'onin beracha l'mafreya. U'chishen chuzrin so you're telling me what? And only items that you need to go back for. So those items, you don't have, when you leave, you don't have to make a berakhah harona before you leave. When you come back, you don't have to make another berakhah harishuna because you're still connected. However, items that are in to'onim berakhah, for example, let's say she'akol, where the borene fashot, you don't have to go back for even according to the rabbis, when they leave, which means everybody agrees, even the rabbis will agree in a case where you have a nefashot uh, situation, where you do not have to go back for a nefashot, even the rabbis will tell you that before you leave, you're going to have to f- close out your berakha to say what in it for short. And when you go to the next place, you're going to have to make a new berakha. Which means, the argument in this braita between a viudah and a banan is by a case of, let's say, an alamihya. And the subject is, do you have to leave people back or not? But everybody agrees. In a case of a berakha for short and things like that, Everybody says you have to close out your berakha harona and you have to make a new berakha. Why? Because since you don't have to go back, it's considered a hefsek, it's considered a separate eating. Good. So now the Gemara asks a question. It's a question on Rabbi Hanan. Because if you remember, Rabbi Hanan's opinion was that shinui makom is never a factor, no matter what you're eating. Which means even in an Ifazot case, where you're not bound to your original spot, Rabbi Yochanan said, you get up to go drink in a different spot, you're still good. What are you talking? We have Braitas here. These Braitas are authored by Tanaim. How can you argue on a Braita, Rabbi Yochanan? So the Gemara says, Velav mi otivna hadazimna. Didn't we refute already Rabbi Yochanan once? Which means we already brought a Braita on Kuf Alif Amud Bet, on the top there, we already refute. How many times do you want to refute? Oh, no, no, we, we, he's knocked out already. Are you bringing another question? So the Gemara says, Yeah, Yeah, let us say that from here also is a refutation. Because again, Rabbi Yohanan, how could you say that Shinui Makom is not a factor when it comes to Berakot? Here we got Braitot that are clearly telling according to everybody. 
on an item where you're not obligated to go back, you must make a new beracha in the second place. So what are you going against all these tanaim? So the Gebra says that. This Braita, Rabbi Yohai can get out of. The other Braita might have been a refutation, but here he can get out. How? It says like this, Amar Lecha Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan will say like this, Hu Adin Da'afilu Devarim She'en Te'unin Beracha Le'acharem Bemkomam Name'en Sirichim Le'varech. Which means, Make the following diuk in the Braita. The Braita only talked about Alamahya items, let's say, or Me'ain Shalosh items. Where what? Where you bound to the place. We assumed, the reason why I chose that case, because that's where you have the mahlukit between the Yehuda and Rabbanan, but, implication, in the Nefashot case, everybody agrees that you must make a new beracha, that's the way we learned. Rabbi Yohanan says, who said, you're, you're, you're making the implication in the wrong direction. I'll tell you like this. Just like there's a mahlukit by the Alam case, by the case of a beracha that has to be made, you have to go back for, who had deen, who had deen that the rabbis will tell you also, in an short case, that what, you don't have to go back, which means you're able to uh, continue with your berachot, which means don't make an implication, like you said, Ella, I'll tell you who had deen. The bright is talking about all cases. It's talking about al cases, and it's talking about nefashot cases. And what? The reason why the bright chose to speak specifically in that case of akru, where you have to go back, it just came to show you the strength of Rabbi Huda. That what? The afidu devarim shetaunin berachal laacharem bimkomam. That what? That even an item that is taun berachal bimkomam, Rabbi Huda still is of the opinion that there's cases where you do not have to make a another. Wait, uh, where you do have to make a another beracha. So again, let's get this brayta according to the uh, according to the. Because that's when you left Mixat Haverim, then we say you don't have to make a another Beracha Aval. Here's the Hadush. If you didn't leave anybody behind, when they go out, they have to close out the Beracha Harona. And when they come back, they have to make another Beracha. That's a big Hadush. Which is the Buda holds that there's a case out there that even when you're still connected to the original place, still there's going to be a deen that when you leave, you have to make a new Beracha in the new place. So that's why the Gemara chose, uh, the Beracha chose that case to teach you the Hadush in uh, the Buda. But in truth, really, in the case of Anifashot, the rabbis will agree and say what? That in Anifashot case, when you go to a different place, really, you are still okay. And therefore, who said that the rabbis are arguing that case? Your whole premise was what? That Brayta chose the case of, let's say, in Allah. I'm going to always use Allah as the case of where you have to be, go back, and I'll use uh, uh, Nefashot as the case where you don't have to go back, just for, uh, to make it easier in this, in this speaking it out. You chose a case of the Allah So we said, oh yeah, that's where you have a Mahlokit. But in the case of Borin uh, Nefashot, uh, even the rabbis agree that what? That since you don't have to go back, so therefore you'd have to make a Beracha Rishonah. Question against Rabbi Yohanan. So comes and says, no. The case that the writer chose of the Al-Mihyad, Suadin in the case of Nefashot. Which means that the reason why he chose the case of the Al-Mihyad to teach me Hadush in Rabbi Yehuda. That what? That even in the case that sometimes we're normally about to go back, still he holds that you would have to make a new Beracha when you leave. In a case where what? There was no, there was no Haverim left over. And therefore what? Look at the Rashbam. 
However, Bishar Devarim Lo Hayayachol Omar Teonim. What is that? Bet to Lo Hayayachol Omar Kishen Yotzim Teonim. Deha. Let's get the right words. Deha in Sidichim Beracha Lacharehen Bimkoman. So explanation is like this. The fact that the Braita chose a case of the Alamihya, for example, that you're bound to the place. So the Gemara is saying, don't imply from there that in that case you have a machloket between the Bihuda and the Rabbanan. But in the case of the Nefashot, even the rabbis will tell you that you have to make a Berakari Shunan, the new place, and therefore that's a question against the Yohanan. No! Really, I'll tell you that. In the case of the Nefashot, the rabbis also hold, just like they hold in the Alamiyah case, that what? You do not have to make Berachari Shunah when you leave. There is no difference between the Alamiyah case and the Nefashot case. The rabbis hold in all cases. You don't have to make a Berachari Shunah again. And that's exactly like Rabbi Yohanan. Good. So therefore... Uh, why then did the Brayta only choose the Alamiyah case? Because that the rabbis are arguing in both the Alamiyah and in the Nefashot. Uh, you know why we chose the case of the Alamiyah? Because it teaches you the strength of the argument of Rabbi Huda. Because really logic would tell you that in an Alamiyah case you're really bound to the original place. And still he holds that there's a scenario by an Alamiyah where you still would have to make a Another Berakhah in a new place. That's Hadush. It goes against the normal logic. So therefore, they are the Achah, Kohor, That's why we chose that case. Now, the Rashbam has a question here. Let's read that question inside. The question is, in the Dibura Matil, it's one, two, three lines down. Veleka le'aksuye. Rashbam says, and don't ask the following question. Adraba. <laughs> On the contrary, Lishmaina Devarim Sheen Sidikim Berachala Harembim Koman, Leodiaka Kohandra Banan, Temekirin Kolkach, Shafidu Hale, En Sidikim Devarech, Umishum de Kohade Terahadif. He said, Hold it. You're interested in showing me strengths of arguments? Show me the strength of argument on the other side. That what? That the rabbis hold that in an Nefashot case, where you're not bound to the original spot, and still, when you make a Shinui Makom, you still don't have to make a Berachari Shonah. That's a great strength because it's teaching me a leniency. Look how lenient the rabbis are. That even in a case where there's no connection between your original spot, because you don't have to go back for a Nefashot. And still, when you make a Shinui, the rabbanim are going to tell you what? Still you don't have to make a Berachari Shonah. Wow, that's a kawah of an argument. So why did the Braitha choose to show me the strength of the Bihuda's stringency where the Gemara could have used the uh, case of the Nefashot to give me the strength of the Rabbanan's leniency? That's the question of the uh, Rajbam. So he says, In no market, the in kohan he said, no, that's not such a strength of argument to tell me that in the Nefashot case, if they made a Shinui, that they don't have to make a Berakha. Why? Because it can be logically understood. Because bottom line, when the guy was drinking, He's drinking, he didn't take his mind off the drinking. Which means as he's drinking, he's intending now to go to a different place and continue drinking. So therefore, you can hear the logic to say that what? That he started here, he continued in a different place, continue uh, drinking. So that, that to, to show me the strength of an argument, usually when you tell me hadush. Such an item, it can be explained rationally. However, I have a co-op that the Yudadif Tefeh Shemachmir Shtehomrot Adavrachamim. But the strength of the Yudad's argument is very strong. Number one, 
דלא מבעיה דברים שאין צריכים ברכה לאחרים במקומם, שחייב לברך, אף על פי שחבריו פטורים, which means not only in a case of items that do not need a ברכה, like a נפשות, does Rabbi Yehuda contend and say you need to make a ברכה ראשונה, however, אפילו אם מצליחים ברכה למקומם, נמד חייו. Now that's already a hadus, because what's the, what's the sevara? Here he was in his place. He made a mezonot. He ate shi'ud. Right? He has to come back to this place. He's continued eating. He went to a different place now. So you have two logics. He really, he still has to go back. Because he has to make the barakah harona. And what? He was attending what he ate. He was going to go somewhere. And still you're telling me what? Still you're telling me why you have to make a new beracha. Oh, that's already defies logic. Which is, it, it defies logic enough to tell me that that's a hadush. So therefore, even though uh, the brayta could have chose either scenario, the nefashot or the alamichya, uh, it chose the alamichya case because it teaches me a bigger hadush on the side of humrah of Rabbi Yehuda as opposed to the hadush it would have taught me on the side of kula to Rabbanan. Bottom line of this subject, Rabbi Yohanan answered this brayta. So therefore the Gebra says, can we refute Rabbi Yohanan from this one also? No, 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 this, this, this one he has, a, uh, he has an in the other brayta, you knocked it out, you knocked him out. But this one over here, if he wants, he can say that the rabbis um, will agree with him. Comes the Gebra and says, Tanya kibateh de Rav Hizda. Now we bring a brayta to support Rav Hizda. חברים שהיו מסובים לשתות יין. Oh, clearly we have a brayta that says the rabbi sat down to drink wine. Now what do we know about wine? Wine is an item that you have to go back to the original place. ve'akru raglehen and they got up and they went out. ve'hazru and they came back and sirichin levarech. Clear? You do not have to make another beracha. And this brayta doesn't make a stipulation. Did you leave anybody behind? Or did he leave anybody? Who is that exactly like? Rav Chazda. Rav Chazda clearly holds when you drink, let's say, yayin. You drink shi'ud. You have to make other gifin. You got up, you went somewhere else. According to him, it's considered one long achilah. You're still connected to the first place because you got to come back to the first place. Therefore what? When you leave and you come back, don't make a berachah. You should not just continue drinking. What do you see from here? Right to the support, Rav Chazda. The Marim Tosfot just says, Tanya kevateh Rav Chazda. Perush Rajbam. Hadil Almighty ki Rav Chazda merabbanand Rabbi Yehuda. Now, didn't we just bring a brayta above? And the brayta above, we said, from the fact that Rabbi Yehuda says, Bameh devarim amurim, must be the Rabbanan are arguing. And what are the Rabbanan arguing? Exactly the argument of that they don't make a difference between whether they left anybody back or not. So why didn't the Gemara bring the above Braita as a Tanya Kivateh? Why did it only bring this Braita? So he says, Which means, because in that Braita above, it didn't say explicitly wine. It just said Ve'akru. So there, so you have to make a deal. Akru means a case where, you know, you're bound to... Here, it's explicit. Here it says, Yayin. Yayin we know is definitely an item that uh, yeah, there's no room for arm. You can wiggle out of the other one and say, oh, who says Akru really means, you know, an item that you have to come back for Yapuri. In this bright eye, you can't get out of it. It clearly says they were drinking Yayin. So they put the support for Rafa's not going to come from the more explicit bright eye. And now we go further. Tanu Banan. We have a bright eye. We go back to the original subject that we uh, discussed earlier in the Perek. Bnei Habura. They have a group. Shayum Subim. They were sitting on the head of Shabbat. Having a meal Friday afternoon. V'kadesh alehem ayom. All of a sudden, Shabbat came. The sunset came. Now already it is Shabbat. K'kadesh alehem ayom. Mevi'im lo koshel yayim. So right away they bring them a cup of wine. V'omer alav kedushat ayom. He has to make Kiddush on the first cup. V'shini omer alav birkat hamazon. And then on the second cup, they bring him another cup. 
and he on the second cup he makes Birkat Amazon, the Rebbe Yehuda. Now let's explain. If you remember, the Yehuda's opinion was he held that once Shabbat comes, Mafsikim, you have to stop. What does it mean you have to stop? You have to take away the table, make Birkat Amazon, and start again. Start the Chabad Shabbat. You can't just continue. The problem is you have an issue over here. He says you got to make Birkat Amazon. Now the custom in the old days was, as well as today, when you make Birkat Amazon, you have a course. The problem is, how could you drink from that course of Birkat Amazon? You didn't make Kiddush yet. Mm-hmm. You only catch 22, because according to him, you got to make Kiddush first. Because it's Shabbat, you got to start the Shabbat Seuda. So therefore he says, oh, you got to bring two kosot. The first course, you make Kiddush immediately. Make Kiddush, you drink. And now you make Kiddush, now technically you can eat. Now close out your Friday afternoon meal with Birkat Amazon. Drink the course of Birkat Amazon, which now you're allowed to go, you made Kiddush already. And now start... Saudat Shabbat again. That's the way, according to the Biyudah, you have to go. The Biyudah comes to give an answer. He says, now you can eat until it gets dark. Now I want to point out what this means here. What does it mean you can eat until it gets dark? That implies that once it gets dark, you have to stop. Now that was not the B.O.C.'s opinion above. The B.O.C.'s opinion was that on Arab Shabbat, if you started before the time, you can go finish your meal, uh, finish everything. You don't got to separate, bring a new table, and just uh, make Brikat Amazon. Then make Kiddush after. That's it. Your Kiddush can be done. Yeah. You can do, you, no, you have to make Kiddush because you have to make Kiddush on Friday night, on Shabbat. But you have to eat again. Just make your Kiddush and uh, your Seudah retroactively is considered the Seudah of Kiddush from Seudah. The point is, according to Rabbi Yosef, if he was opinion, he said you started eating Friday afternoon. Yeah? Now comes uh, night. He says continue. Don't, don't, don't stop. Continue eating. Yeah, same table, same food, same everything. After you finish uh, your Seudah, according to him, make Birkat Amazon. And then he said, after you finish everything, just make a Kiddush. If you remember those four days, how can you make Kiddush? Well, where's your Seuda? So you know, it's a retroactive Seuda. Yeah, you make your Kiddush after. But the point is, when it says over here, don't think he means that once it gets dark, you got to stop. He's just using a language against Rabbi Uda. Rabbi Uda said that what? Once the Kiddush of Shabbat comes, you have to stop. See, which literally means once sunset comes. He's coming along and saying, you know, when sunset comes, you don't got to stop. You can even go till it gets dark. And between the, me and you, even after it gets dark, you can really continue. He was only using that language as opposed to the Bihuda. The Bihuda says, you got to stop at sunset, at Ben Hashemashot. He goes, no, 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 you don't got to stop at sunset. You can even go further. But don't imply that once it gets dark, you have to stop according to the Bihuda. No, even when it gets dark, continue as well. So God... According to Rabbi Yehuda, you have to say, if you had wine in the middle, you still say hayayin on the Kiddush? Wouldn't that be Barakashina Serikha? No, according to him, you'd make uh, Berkat Amazon first. No, no. Then, would you say right? No, according to him, you'd make Kiddush first. Yayin? Yayin. Drink the Yayin. No. No. Because that's Shabbat. It's a new item. It's a Berakat Mitzvah, really. It's not a Berakat Nehini. Right, that's a Berakat Mitzvah of Kiddush, exactly. You took away the table, then you say Berakat Mitzvah. How do you do that? When you have to have the table there, when you say Berakat Mitzvah? No, not necessarily. Now, comes the Gemara and says, This is according to Rabbi Yosef. Gamru Koslishon, Mevarech ala Berakat Amazon. According to Rabbi Yosef, Finish your meal, Make your Berakat Amazon, and then take another course and make Kiddush. Comes the Gemara and says, Amai, why do you have to do that? Vinimrinu letarvayu ahada kasa. Why don't you just take one cup and make both the Kiddush and the Birkat Amazon on one cup? Meaning, According to the rabbis, this is according to the Biudah, this is not a question. Because according to the Biudah, these two kosot represent two different sodot over here. The Kiddush is from Shabbat, and the Berkat Amazon is from the Chol. Because he always got to make a separation. So the Gemara understands why you need two kosot according to the Biudah. But according to the Biudah, that says, 
you don't got to change the table. That same meal that you ate during the week automatically turns into Shabbat. You don't have to do anything different. So therefore, basically, your Birkat Amazon and your Kiddush is basically for one Sauda, the Sauda of Shabbat now. So why would you need separate Kosot? Why do I need a separate cause to make my Birkat Amazon and then take another cause to make Kiddush? Choose them together. One cause, meaning, say Birkat Amazon. With the same course, right after you finish, and then drink it. Why do you need separate kosot? Look at uh, the uh, the first rajbam. Rabbi Yosei ka'amar la, v'rebutau she'enu sadiq de kadesh miyad. Quote Rabbi Yosei, you don't have to make kiddush right away. Ela, yigmor saudato, finish out your sauda, v'barech v'kata mazon, v'harkach, Yikadesh. Good, and then afterwards you can make your Kiddush. Miu, now this the Rashbam does point out, in Pires Mapavi Kiddush, Moder Biyose, the Choshekin, the Shapir Tafe. Do you remember we learned earlier that there is another option according to the Biyose? The way Shemuel learned. Take a tablecloth, put it over the uh, table, uh, make uh, Kiddush, when you Pires Mapavi Kiddush, and then you can continue. So that's the other option as well. Now, Look at the next part. Rabbi Limru Tarvayu, Ahada Kasa, Kidusayum Rekat was or Rabbi Yosek Kaparich. The question is according to Rabbi Yosek. The Ilu Rabbi Yuda, Kemande Mafsikim, the Sikh Akirat Shuhan, Sarik Shte Kosot. What is the Rajbam saying? According to Rabbi Yuda, we have no question why you need two Kosot. Because he looks at it as a Friday afternoon meal, and then you got a Shabbat meal. Take away this table, bring a new table. Of course, you got to have two kosot. One is for the Friday, so we got the Mazon, and one is for the Kiddush of Shabbat. But according to the Biyoseh, where you're not making any Akira Shulchan, you're keeping the same table there. You're eating the same food, and that's going to be considered the food of Shabbat as well. So therefore, just take one course. Take the same course. Make your Berkat uh, Mazon. After Berkat Mazon, keep the same course. Don't drink it yet. Say, Borepriya Gefen. Have in mind for Berkat Mazon and for Kiddush, and then say Mekadosh Shabbat and drink the cup. So comes the Gemara and says, problem. Amar Avuna, Amar Av Sheshat, in Omrim, Shte Kiddushot al Kosechad. You can't do two mitzvot on one cup. Why? Ma'ita Amar Av Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Nefishe'en Osin Mitzvot, Havilot Havilot. Because you can't do mitzvot in bundles. Why? Because it looks like the mitzvah is, uh, is, 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 is difficult on you. What do you mean? You have two mitzvot. Use two cups of wine. As if you're trying uh, to, to save on the mitzvah, uh, you'll conserve. You, you do two. Uh, it looks like the, it's a burden on you to do two. And therefore, Berkat Amazon is a mitzvah. Kedush is a mitzvah. So therefore, you cannot, as we say, kill two birds with one stone. In Osin mitzvot, Havilot, Havilot. Now, there's a interesting question, or interesting Tosafot that we should do together. Look at the Tosafot. She'en omim shtek kedushot al-kosehad. Ve'yesh no'agim bechupam ita'amzeh. Some have the custom at a wedding. She'lo lomar sheva berachot al-kos berkat amazon. Which doesn't say sheva berachot. What's the custom? You have the hatan kalah, you have a sa'udah. They make Birkat Amazon. What do they do after Birkat Amazon? Now, they take a course. Now, the same course that they use for Birkat Amazon, they take that course, some people, and they use that for the Shemarot. They pass it around, or one person makes the Shemarot. Hold it. The same course that you use for Birkat Amazon, now you're using to make the seven Birkat of Hatam Bikalah. So Tosfot says, because of this reason, some people use two Kosot. Ela, Mivi'im Kos Acher. What they do is they make the first cup kefen for the Birkat Amazon, and they make the second cup and they give it around for the seven Berachot, in order to get around the problem. So comes again, he says, You're not to make Berachot kefen twice. The kefen is covered on the first one, the seven Berachot on the other one. Akhra benu mishulam haya omer hakol al-kosihad. He says, no. You can make the Birkat Amazon and the Sheva Berachot all on one cup. The Lord Amir Birkat Amazon the Kiddush. The Tremile Ninu. Kedamrinan Besamuch. 
Kiddush and Berkat HaMazon are two different items. So to take two different items on one course, you can't. However, Amalhacha Hadam Tai. Why? It's one item. The Berkat HaMazon Gorem, the Berkat Nesuin. Which means, you can't make the Berachot of the Shiva Berachot unless you make it on a Berkat HaMazon. So therefore, what's causing the Shiva Berachot to be made? The Berkat HaMazon. It's one item. Kiddush and Berkat HaMazon, there's no relation. Therefore, when the Gemara says, hey, use one cup for the Kiddush Berkat HaMazon, hey, that's Habilot, Habilot. You take a two different mitzvot. Here, the Sheva Berachot is linked to the Berkat HaMazon. You can't make Sheva Berachot unless you had bread, unless you made the Berkat HaMazon. Therefore, those that are lenient to use one cup, those what saying, you have no problem of Habilot, Habilot. Then he says, Uberkat Irusin V'Nisuin, at the wedding itself. Right? We have two stages. We have the Irusin, where we make a Berakah of Gefen, and Hashem Kedeshtam Svaru Ala Arayot. And then we have the Nisuin, where we make the Gefen with the seven Berakot. Uh, could you use one cup or not? So Tosfot says, Nagul Omar Ashte Kosot. Custom is to use two different Kosot, like we do today. The Ta'ama, Dirigilin Zeh Beloze. Because the custom was in the olden days that they would make irusin and for a long period and then they would later on consummate it with nisuin and since they would do it sometimes at separate times so the custom became to use different kosot and they also, because the custom was to read the Ketubah in between, so since it was a Hefseg, they would take a separate cup. But technically, from the other Savanari was saying, Irusin and Nisuin technically are made together. It's one item. So from the logic, it's not Habilot Habilot. Because bottom line, it's all one, one process. However, he's saying, since they used to do it separately, Irusin alone and Isuin, and also because we read the Ketubah in between, so technically it is separated. So therefore, the Benhag is to use two Kosot uh, for the Mitzvah of Irusin and for Isuin. So the Gemara asks, Vela, is that not so? When you're telling me that Enosin Mitzvot, Habilot, Habilot, you cannot do Mitzvot in bundles. Vela, a person enters his house on Motsa'e Shabbat. So he makes the Berachah and the wine first, Bore Priya Gefen. Then he makes the Berachah, Bore Meorea Esh. Then he makes the Berachah on the Besamim. This is following the order that Bet Shammai proposed in Masechet. Berachot, that you put the or before the besamim. Ve'arkach omer havdala alakos. And then you make the berachah of havdala, which means hamavdil ben kodesh lechol. Ve'im elo ela kos echad. But let's say he only has one kos. Now what's the problem? Well, he needs it for two things. He needs it for havdala, but he also needs it for the se'udah. Now, either we're talking about, the Tosfot says, a Saudah that he started to eat before Shabbat ended, which he ate it behetir, mm-hmm. and therefore now he needs to make Merkat Amazon ala kos. But he only has one kos, and he needs that kos as well for Habdalah. Now, you're allowed to eat on Shabbat afternoon, before the Habdalah uh, uh, comes on you. But Tosfot then rejects that. And says that we can even say we're talking about where he ate after the time that Habdallah came on him. And normally you're not allowed to eat at that time. But in this case over here you have no choice. Because he only has one course. So in this case the rabbis gave a leniency that have your sa'uda. And now when it comes to the one course we have to see exactly how you're going to do it. So the Gemara says, Bimeinu you leave the course until after the meal. And you let all the berachot, let's say, be drawn after it. How? Which means you'll uh, take the course uh, of the uh, katamazon, and then you'll make uh, gefen, and on that berachah you're having kavanah for the berkatamazon course, mm. and you're also having kavanah for the havdalah. 
Oh, so you see over here you're doing mitzvot, habilot, habilot. You're doing mitzvot in, one using one course for havdala and for berkatabazon. So the Gemara says, in lo shani. <laughs> what do you mean? This is a case that you have no choice. Which means, but the abad, yeah, that's the only cost you have, okay. But we're talking about a case where you have more wine. If you have more wine, the katala, you should not use it for uh, two items. So that's the Gemara, in lo shani. That she says, that's Bam says, אין לו שאני דלת ליין לשני כוסות וענן בדיעית לעסקינן and we're talking about what he has so comes Gibran says ויום טוב שחל להיות אחר השבת let's say you have the יום טוב of Pesach that falls out on מוצאי שבת that's the first night of let's say Pesach דיעית where he has wine now why does he have wine? So the Rashbam says, you assume a guy on the first night of Pesach has wine, because we learned in our Mishnah, ve'lo yifhatu lo me'arba kosot. Meaning even the Ali should be Yisrael, on that night, he has wine. So the Ve'amar Rav, and Rav still says, now, you have to remember, it's Motzei Shabbat as well, so you need two things, you need to make Kiddush, and you also need to make Havdalah. Kiddush for the Yom Tov, but Havdalah for the Motzei Shabbat. So therefore, what does he say? Rav says, Yakna. The order of the Kiddush on Motsa'eh, Shabbat, Shachal, Yom Tov is Yayin, Kiddush, Ner, Havdalah. Meaning first you make Boreh Priya Gefen, then of course you say the Kiddush for the Yom Tov, you make Boreh Moraesh, then you make the Havdalah. Bottom line, we must be talking about a case where the guy has wine, and still you're telling me what? You're doing mitzvot, chavilot, chavilot, because you're doing kiddush and havdalah on the same course. So the Gebarah says, Amre, Gebarah says, Middelo Amar Zeman, well, from the fact that in his ruling here, they didn't mention Shehayana over here. So obviously we must not be talking about the first night of the holiday. Mechlad b'shivi'ishel Pesach askinan. Must be we're talking about the last day of Pesach. Dechol achilde. And therefore, whatever he had, he ate already. Which means you don't assume that a poor man has wine on the seventh night. No. You assume that he has on the first night. And therefore, who says we were talking about the first night? In the on the first night could be you need two kosot. You need one for uh, kiddush and one for havdalah. And I'll prove it to you that we're not talking about the first night. It just said if Yom Tov falls out on what's Shabbat, Yom Tov what? We assume Yom Tov Lishon. It can't be Yom Tov Lishon. Because it would have said he's saying, Shechayanu. It would have said, Yaknahaz. Which is Zeman. And the fact that it doesn't say Zeman, must be talking about the Shivayish of Pesach. Uh, Shivayish of Pesach, you don't assume that Ani has wine. Whatever he had, he consumed already. And still, not and still, and that's why, that's why you're telling me, you can do Yain, Kiddush, Ner, and Havdalah, because Yifshar, like we said around, that's all he has. So it comes again what says, Veletle, uh, and he doesn't have. So Kazi Gibran says, Veha Yom Tov Rishon. But what do you mean? When it comes to Yom Tov Rishon, the Itle, where he does have wine, the Amara and we have a statement from Abayah that we're going to see you soon, Yak, Yak Zinha, which means Abayashitaz Yayin Kidu Zeman, Ner Havdalah. So you see what? Even when you do have wine, you're still making Kiddush and Abdallah on the same cause. And just says the order would be Yain Kiddush and Abdallah Zeman. We're going to understand each opinion uh, immediately in the Gemara. But basically for our point we have to see is everybody's saying you make two Berachot uh, on one cause. So Gemara says, Ela Havdallah Hadam Miltahi. You have to say that Havdalah and Kiddush are considered the same item. And therefore it's not an inyan of Chavilot, Chavilot. Berkat HaMazon ve Kiddush, But when it comes to Berkat HaMazon and Kiddush, which is the case where the guy came on Erev Shabbat, and now the guy continues eating, and he wants to close out with a Berkat HaMazon, and then make Kiddush for the Shabbat, that's already two different items. That's Chavilot, Chavilot. But Havdalah and Kiddush, that would be considered the uh, same item. Tashbam. Which means both of them come from the Kiddushah of, of, the, of Yom Tov. The one is you're bringing the Kiddushah in, and one you're bringing the Kiddushah out. 
that mavdil bin kodesh lekodesh mebarech, which is even the havdalah that you make on Motzei Shabbat Yom Tov, it's a mavdil bin kodesh lekodesh. So therefore, the real and what is kiddush? Kiddush is you're accepting upon yourself the kodesh. So therefore, technically, the berachot are even similar in text. They both discuss the kiddusha of Yom Tov. So therefore, in such a case, we can get away with doing it on one cup. However, in the case of kiddush of the katan they are totally different. Therefore, you would have a problem of. Let's vote. Habilot, Habilot. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, Amen.